Hello and welcome to the Anchor Book Club. My name is Ola Oluwa Oladoku and I'll be your host today as we continue our review of the book on the Holy Spirit by Smith Wigglesworth. Today I'll be sharing my notes from chapter 6 titled Receiving the Baptism. Receiving the Baptism. Acts chapter 1 from verse 1 to 11. I'll be reading from there. Acts 1, 1 to 11. The former account I made, O Theophilus, of all that Jesus began both to do and teach, until the day in which he was taken up, after he, through the Holy Spirit, had given commandments to the apostles whom he had chosen, to whom he also presented himself alive after his suffering by many infallible proofs being seen by them during 40 days and speaking of the things pertaining to the kingdom of God. And being assembled together with them, he commanded them not to depart from Jerusalem, but to wait for the promise of the Father, which he said, You have heard from me, for John truly baptized with water, but you shall be baptized with the Holy Spirit not many days from now. Therefore, when they had come together, they asked him, saying, Lord, will you or sorry lord will you at this time restore the kingdom to israel and he said to them it is not for you to know times or seasons which the father has put in his own authority but you shall receive power when the holy spirit has come upon you and you shall be witnesses to me in jerusalem and in all judea and samaria until the end of the earth now when he had spoken these things while they watched he was taken up and a cloud received him out of their sight and while they looked steadfastly towards heaven as he went up behold two men stood by them in white apparel who also said men of galilee why do you stand gazing up into heaven this same jesus who was taken up from you into heaven will so come in like manner as you saw him go into heaven now jesus was full of the holy spirit and this was evident all through his ministry here on earth and while he was living, he gave specific instructions about the power that would come when the apostles received the Holy Spirit of God. He said in verse 8 of Acts chapter 1 that we read, that you shall receive power when the Holy Spirit has come upon you, and you shall be witnesses to me in Jerusalem and in Judea and Samaria and to the ends of the earth. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is supposed to be something that possesses us so that we are continually so full of the Holy Spirit that utterances and revelation may be so remarkably controlled by the Holy Spirit of God. We are supposed to be full of Him so much that we live and move in this glorious sphere of usefulness for the glory of God. Every child of God ought to receive the Holy Spirit and this is not difficult in any way if we do it in the right order. Jesus said the Holy Spirit will take up the things of his word and reveal them to us. You can see that in John chapter 14 verse 26 and John 16 verse 14 he says the Holy Spirit will remind us of the things that he has said. So nothing can beat what the Holy Spirit teaches you. Nothing beats instructions from the Spirit of God. God the Holy Spirit wants us to know the reality of his fullness. 
so that we will neither be ignorant nor have mystic conceptions, but will have a clear unmistakable revelation of the entire mind of God for these days. The spirit of a living God comes with such divine revelation, such unveiling about him, such a clearness of what he was to the people, and he brings within us the breath of that eternal power that makes us know we are right here this very hour to carry out his plan for now and what God will have for the future. There is no limitation but rather an enforcement of character, of clearness of vision, of an openness of countenance until we behold him in every divine light. The baptism of the Holy Spirit is the resurrection. When you come in contact with this resurrecting power, you will see that nothing earthly can remain. It gives supernatural strength to our mortal body. Romans chapter 8 verse 11 says, If that same spirit that dwells, dwells in Jesus Christ lives in you, the same spirit will give strength to your mortal body. So the Holy Spirit infuses his virtue even into our mortal body. We need the power of the Holy Spirit even for business. So this is not something that only affects, in quotes, the spiritual life. It also affects our everyday living. Nothing beats having a supernatural insight on what we term as regular or common matters. So you can use the aid of the Holy Spirit even in your regular daily business dealings. He's involved in all of it. We have to get to a place where we know that unless we meet face to face with God and get all the crooked places out of our lives, there will be no room for the Holy Spirit, for the indwelling presence of God. There will be no room for that if we do not get to a place where we meet face to face with Him. But when God gets a chance at us, and by the vision of the blood of Jesus Christ, we see ourselves as God sees us, then we have a revelation. Without this, we are undone and helpless. Experiencing the Holy Spirit requires deadness to self. When we become dead to ourselves, it gives God the opportunity to begin on a new plane with us. He is able to start with us on a clean slate and do everything He wants to by His influence exclusively without any form of alteration. The Holy Spirit takes away our stony heart and gives us a heart of flesh can see that in Ezekiel 36 26 to 27 it gives us a, a heart that is malleable one that it can form and remold in any way it chooses one that it can instruct and direct the man who is baptized in the Holy Spirit is baptized into a new order altogether you cannot ever be ordinary after that you are on an extraordinary plane you are brought into, into line with the mind of God In fact, you have come into touch with his ideals in every way. We receive the baptism of the Holy Spirit when we are fully yielded to God. For the Spirit does not dwell in temples made with human hands, but in tablets of flesh, that is, the heart. The Spirit of God dwells in the heart, that's in 2 Corinthians 3, verse 3. So, when are we ready to receive when are we ready to receive the spirit of god when are we ready to receive from the spirit we are ready to receive when we are in an attitude of yieldedness and unity with god and one another we have to be yielded to the spirit we have to be in unity with god and we have to be in fellowship 
with the community of saints. We have to be in one accord with the believers around us. We must be open to allowing God to use us as He pleases. We must be able to, we must be willing to follow His precepts, His instructions, His guidance, and not our own suggestions. We must be willing to receive as children. We must be willing to receive as children. What is the wise man's difficulty? A wise man is too careful. And while he is in the operation of a spirit, he wants to know what he is saying. No man can know what he is saying when the spirit is upon him. His own mind is inactive. If you get into that place in which you are near God, your mind is entirely obliterated and the mind of Christ comes by the power of the spirit. Under these conditions, Christ prays and speaks in the spirit through you as the spirit gives utterance. So we must be willing to be like children and let's go of our wisdom. We must have the openness that children have. So we have to ask ourselves, what is the difference between a wise man and a baby? A baby swallows it all and the mother has to hold the bottle or some of that will go down too. The wise man tries to ration his intake. So this is how God wants us to be in the spirit, like the baby who takes it all in. The spiritually minded baby cannot walk, however, God walks in him. The spiritually minded baby cannot talk, but God talks through him. The spiritually minded baby cannot dress himself, but God dresses him and clothes him with his righteousness. The will of God loses reason or his credentials in any way. So here we are not talking about um, just any kind of baby. We are talking about being a baby in the spirit because in some way child childishness is likened to babyhood. That's not what we we're talking about, we're referring to the innocence and the openness of a child. Paul says in 1 Corinthians 14 20, in malice be babes, but in understanding be mature. And I believe the spirit will breathe through all the attributes of the spirit so that we may understand what the mind of the Lord is concerning us in the Holy Spirit. So once we have gotten to that level of openness and are willing to receive from God, there's no limit to how much of the Holy Spirit we can get. And the infilling of the Holy Spirit doesn't require any specialized form of mechanism. Once you are ready for it, you are able to receive it. It can be received through the laying on of hands. It can be received in a time of personal fellowship. There isn't really any hard and fast way to it. Once the heart is ready, the Spirit of God is always willing to come in and minister to us. It is that simple. So on that note, I would like to end today's um, podcast on receiving the baptism from the book on the Holy Spirit by Smith Wigglesworth. Remember to spend time studying your Bible and in fellowship with God today. Thank you for joining me on this and have a blessed day. Bye-bye.